everybody one ear out the other, but like, then he watched some shit like that. He like, damn, bro. Shit was real back then. This shit been going on for a minute, bro. Bro, that's, that's why the whole thing is just like, you just can't be surprised at how things are. If you know your history, you know where you're going because history always repeats itself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, bro, just imagine these, the generation after us, bro. Who don't even know MJ for real as the ball player? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, MJ the shoe nigga. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And just Girl, the, green as shit. But then, like, mm-hmm. but then LeBron, you see how he's, he's so much of a better example just because, like, at least he speaks his mind right, and shit. Yeah. Like, he's not too afraid of corporate, like, interests and, like, that's what I'm saying. Cause we evolving. That's what I'm saying. So that's the good thing about evolution. Is like, is that be the first person back in the era just push the envelope? And niggas are like, what the fuck is he doing? Like, and then that becomes somebody, the norm. Somebody had to take a L. Somebody only got to take a L. You know what I'm saying? You feel me? Like, what's his name? Took an L from him. Like, cause he said the shit about Larry Bird. Oh yeah, Isaiah Isaiah Thomas. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Facts. So did um homeboy with the uh, dashiki at the because mm-hmm. what you don't because you didn't keep watching it he gonna get blackballed he he's out the league after that yeah <laughs> yeah Kaepernick shit bro like it ain't happened again the first nigga to take an L and like lose his career off that shit damn you make people uncomfortable you're a commodity you're not really a person you're just like a you're a part of somebody's business portfolio you know what I'm saying like. Doing expense. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what? Uh, he's making us lose money. Yeah. Off. Thank you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, he can talk about some shit. Ah, it doesn't really affect me. I don't care enough, so fuck it. I need my money. Like, Jordan. Republicans buy sneakers too. Well, who do I care if who gets elected? Let the niggas vote. I don't got to influence it. Let them, whoever vote, they voted for him, you know? Democracy, right? <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he is. That's what I've heard too. Is just like not even on some like political shit, just like personality wise, just general. Like, like who the fuck is you, nigga? He would talk to you like that. Like, who who are you? Why are you why are you in my presence? Like, they they asked him. I seen a, a recent interview. He was somewhere. Like they asked him. Yeah, big jeans on, big pants. He was sitting down. <laughs> so that means you can see his ankles. All right. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, like, it was like a conference to the food. Like, you probably had some six X's. He already knows his boss. He knows his Or some they unreleased, ugly ass team. Bro, this shit. Motherfucker, they asked him. They asked him about. It was Kobe and some other. LeBron. You watch his name? Yeah, it was recent, right? Yeah. They asked him about Kobe and LeBron and some shit. He just be, didn't acknowledge LeBron. Yeah, but he was just like, at the end of the day, like... I don't think, I don't think he likes LeBron like that. No, he don't. Yeah. I don't think he likes anybody who, like... Is even up for debate. With him. him, yeah. Because like, he was just like, bro, like, I care about rings. Yeah. I got the most rings. Bro, exactly. Yeah. Like, they asked him a question. They didn't ask him about the rings. So he, he like, downplayed the question. But he was just like, I mean, what are we talking about here, man? I'll never be six championship. Like, you know everything's about me, dude. But then be real, though. Be real, though. <laughs> Bill Russell got 10. I know. Bill Russell took bullets, too. But, like, I don't know why niggas respect Jordan 6 over his 10. Because the the league was different back then. So, it was just a different league. You know what I'm saying? And it was just like the attention of the league was in his height. You know what I mean? He He was part of the generation that was building it up. So he and he like unstoppable, fucking, <laughs> but it's just like it's the a different. Bag, you know what I'm saying? Small five six <laughs> point guards in the white team. Little white boy. <laughs> real shit, real shit, real shit. Damn. Well, I like I like this documentary though. It's like yeah. to me, it blends like the 13th with sports. So it's like a little, it's a little easier to watch because I mean the 13th was like. That shit was like hard to watch. It was like intense. Yeah. It's like, damn. That shit's painful because, like, damn, like, they talking about you. That's your life. You know what I'm saying? Damn, and they're going to talk about Trayvon Martin on this shit, too. That shit hurt, too. For real? The, 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 the third episode. You're on the second one. 
It's a, this shit is good though. I ain't gonna lie. That Trayvon Martin shit hurt, bro. They talk about this on the thirteenth. Like that's really yeah, when that, I that shit hurt. That's really when I heard. I learned all the details about the situation. Homeboy really chased him down, and Trayvon is running around screaming, "Help! Somebody's this guy's chasing me in the neighborhood." Everybody just looking like, oh, I don't know what's going on outside. And niggas just like, that guy's doing it's up to something. That was his quote unquote defense, right? Bro, you chasing down a little kid. And he called, you know, George Zimmerman calls 911, right? Yeah. He's like, I'm phoning these guys. Like, oh, it's in my neighborhood. Uh, I'm chasing them down. 911 operators. He lived there. No, so George Zimmerman was like a neighborhood watch, fake yeah. cop nigga. And Trayvon was walking through the neighborhood. And he just started. Oh, look at him. He has he up to something. He's probably trying to rob one of one of us or whatever. Yeah, like uh, Arizona, he thought it was a strap, bro. Nah, he, yeah, that's that's what they said. That's just typical cop lingo. Mm. Oh, I thought he had a gun on him. Nigga, you're not a cop, first of all. But the nigga was on, on 911 because they, they released the tapes. He was on 911 like, yeah, I'm following this guy. The, the lady was just like, whoever the guy was like, hey, are you following him? Please don't. We'll call some cops right now. He's like, nah, these guys are always in our neighborhood trying to do some trouble. And basically, not listen to the 911 operative, just like goes in and kills the nigga, just on some like, what are you doing in my in my space? And gets off of that shit. And then becomes like a quote unquote celebrity. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, trying to sell, good. you know, he sold, he tried to, he sold the gun that he used to kill yeah. the nigga. Bruh, so. so. This how I knew this country is racist as fuck. They started a GoFundMe for this nigga, bro, like two days. Anonymous, uh, whatever, donors. whatever, donors. Hundred some thousand, pay his court fees and all that shit. Bruh. You heard that Jay Z song? He was like, "Jet like, tell them motherfuckers like, that can't be so street killing each other, but some still alive, yeah. like, nigga, what?" <laughs> but yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. Let me let's get into the let's get into the podcast, yo. Mm-hmm. Yo, 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 yo. We back once again. The rawest podcast in the motherfucking world, man. It's the FWP podcast. Episode 40, man, we're going to talk about it a little bit. Y'all already heard us talking some little bit just now, but I just I just started the podcast while we were just in the midst of a different conversation, but it all ties back into what we're talking about tonight, so um, this episode is going to be a little bit, the last couple episodes have been a little bit more fun, we've been having a good time, but you know, we want to kind of get back into the essence, I say this all the time, I want to get back into the essence of what the fuck it's FWP what he stands for. You know, we're just talking about some real shit that happens in life that's not really that comfortable to talk about, but needs to be so spoken. You know what I'm saying? Because, yeah. like, we can speak all day about, oh, who dropped a new album? How was that album? We watched the game. You know what I'm saying? Who was that girl? He was, uh, was that funny? You know what I'm saying? But let's, just, let's get into some real shit. Sure, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Sure. We niggas ain't politicians over here, but it's still, like, we have brains and we think and we have feelings and we have emotions, so we don't let y'all know how we're feeling about things. So... So the first topic I wanted to get into was just like, I was just thinking about this shit because I've been watching like, um, I've been watching like news a lot, like I've been talking to my mom and shit a lot and she's just like very persuaded by typical like news, like CNN news, news, news outlets and all that. And it was just, I was just thinking about like, you know, we're talking about like 2020 elections and stuff. And I was just thinking like, damn, like, it's like a Trump really president. And it's just like a wild, bizarro world that we're living in right now. And low key, he could be president again. If shit don't work out the right way. If people don't really activate. <laughs> even, even after all the bullshit we've seen, all the crazy like antics of him just not even really knowing what he was doing. And then um, the Cohen... The Cohen uh, test, uh, testimony that happened last week. Mm-hmm. Bro, he basically said, like, yo, Trump used the campaign. And his mind was just, it was just promo for for his other businesses. He didn't expect to win. And then he just ended up winning. And he's president now. He just has to deal with that. He was just trying to use it, like, yo, let me get my name out there more. Let more people know about me. So, anyways, I was just thinking about, like, how the fuck is this nigga Trump really president? And then I just started thinking about, like, PC culture in our society right now, like politically politically correct culture and like how like, if you say anything that's mildly inflammatory, niggas gonna cancel you. You know what I'm saying? (coughs) So I was, but I was saying it from the point of view of like, I feel like PC culture in one way, in one aspect is good, right? Cause 
you try to be like, yo, come on, y'all, y'all can't be saying this. It's wild, disrespectful. Like, think about who you're speaking about, right? So, on, on that aspect, I get what you, which, what the intent was, but then the side effect of that was like, because niggas was really getting affected by this shit, and like, um, people were losing money, losing careers, losing jobs. They was still a wild racist tweet, trying to make a funny joke. People like, oh, what did she say this? Let's find out where she works. And then people just start sending emails to the company. Like, why are you employing this person? We're not going to support you no more. They start, they're firing people off of that. Mm-hmm. So the, it forces, it forced people. The PC culture kind of forced people to like hide their true feelings. And I feel like that shit was like, it's like, it's very repressive. It's not healthy. Like if you have, you know, like, you know how like they tell people like, yo, speak your, like, tell me how you feel. Don't just hold, hold it in and burst out. And lash out because you've been holding it in for so long, and now this is like this is like your moment. You feel like you're gonna just release everything. You know what I'm saying? So I felt like this whole PC culture shit kind of like repressed people's like biased and um, racist opinions to the point where people just were like feeling unsafe about speaking how they really felt about things, right? So they coupled that with like a nigga like Trump who comes in and is like, man, fuck, I'm gonna be wild racist. I don't give a fuck. I know, I know, I know how I'm rocking. And then so many people gravitated to that because, like, oh, he's being authentic. He's not lying. He's speaking how he feels. So I feel like there was like a uh, there was a misstep with this whole PC shit because it's like when you force people to hide and suppress their feelings, you never get to talk to them about their feelings and like really engage them and make them feel like I right, maybe I'm, maybe I'm wrong because y'all never talk about it because we can't niggas niggas can't have dialogues anymore. You, either. You, you're with the program or you're against it. If you're against it, we're not fucking with you. As opposed to saying, all right, you're against it. Let's talk about why you're against it. Like, let's let's figure things out. You know what I mean? All right. Speak your piece. I'll speak our piece. And then we can get to a middle ground at least. And that's like some type of progress versus just saying, if you say that you're wrong, we're going we're gonna to fuck, you up, fuck up your life. So they're like, I ain't saying shit. And then you don't even really know who you're dealing with because they, they don't really tell you how they really who they really are. And then Trump comes in and he's just like, he just speaks to so many people who felt like they couldn't speak no more. And it was just like, right, I'm, I'm going to fuck with him. I don't care what he does for the country. They had a nigga president, and now we're going we gonna to have our guy. You know what I'm saying? Now, that's crazy. But what's, your, what's, your, what's your thoughts on that? Me, I just feel like, bro, the backlash is one-sided. You know what I'm saying? What you mean by that? It's one-sided. White American, black American, don't get the same heat. True, true. You know what I'm saying? If, if Barack came out like Trump, you think he made it that far? I don't know. <laughs> he's just like he's a terrorist. Exactly. They're like, he's trying to fuck up our American ideals and all Thank that shit. He's mm-hmm. angry. Angry black, angry black man. This is, yeah. the, this, is, this is the biggest threat to a white America, an angry black man with power. You know what I'm saying? When Trump comes up and it's like, oh my God, he's speaking his mind. Oh, he's real. Right. He doesn't care about reading. Right, right, wow. right. Wow. <laughs> right. But I'm, but that's what I'm saying. But it comes to the point, it comes back to the point that there was a missed opportunity. Well, there's still a missed opportunity. I feel like it needs to be rectified. It's like of people who have opposing views coming together and really speaking to each other so they can realize like, yo, all right, I might think this way. I'm gang gang over here. They gang gang over there. But it's like, if you actually speak to each other, you realize like you're not that far apart from each other. And this Trump shit kind of like widened the gap because his people like a lot of Trump supporters like they're not racist per se. They might be because like you, you know how you see a MAGA hat you just automatically assume they're racist niggas and shit. But you gotta you gotta I, I know I do too. But to an extent though it's like they might just be ignorant and not care to learn the facts of like what their opposition is really trying to say to them. You know what I'm saying? Because they don't speak to each other. So you just around people who like keep repeating what your opinions are. You just feel like that's facts. Everybody else is stupid or too sensitive, overly sensitive and shit. Crying over spilled milk and shit. We also talk about slavery, man. That was how many hundred year, hundreds of years ago versus speaking to somebody but like, all right, why used to talk about slavery was over a hundred years, over hundreds of years ago, but it was just like, all right, but let's talk about the residual effects that still affects us to this day. Exactly. But you, you can't have that conversation because you just end up getting to a shouting match about you're wrong, no, you're wrong, no, you're wrong, and y'all don't really talk. 
And I think that's what really caused the situation we're in right now. Because society is just being too, like, trying to be too clean cut. Trying to just be like, I'm going to just stick with the guys who I don't have to argue with. And people are just running away from arguments. They're really, not even arguing, but discussions. You know what I'm saying? Like, running away from discussions that would lead to better outcomes in, like, the world and, like, society. And if you if people really cared about the next generation, you would focus on trying to, like, better it versus just continuing to foster the same resentment that would just pa- and pass that on to the next generation. And they had these little kids. Because if you look at these uh, rallies, and you've seen these little kids who are just like, they don't know what the fuck they're doing. They just found their parents' lead and just... Trying to protect what their parents are telling them versus trying to like learn what the world is really about. Exactly. So that's just the shit that's crazy to me. Like, but yeah, I understand what she's saying. But the thing I don't get is that how can you wear a MAGA hat, bro, and what that party or what that stands for doesn't even favor you. They don't even want to listen to come to common grounds with you. How can you put on that type of hat? You know what I'm trying to say? You talking about like somebody like a Kanye or something? Like a black or black people just wearing MAGA hats and all that? Yeah, like that's not like black, just people period, bro. It's just like I can it's like what are you standing for? Because that's the thing though. I feel like everybody has a different interpretation of what that means to them. I might look at it like it's some racist shit. It's a racist logo. But somebody else might look at it like, well, I look at it like it's Represents the person who's not afraid to go against the grain and speak their mind. Like, I was just talking about athletes doing that shit. Mm-hmm. From a white person's p- p- point of view, or just from anybody's point of view, like, they could look at it like Trump is not a typical politician who's gonna be lying to you just to appease everybody. He's gonna speak his mind and be honest. All the extreme shit aside, I, I'm, I cool, I'm cool with Mexicans. I don't think they're as extreme as he thinks they are, but I just like the fact that he speaks his mind and he's not afraid. Of the backlash she gets from that. You know what I'm saying? So that's the thing that I feel like nobody really... We never really get to the to the crux of why somebody fucks with that person. And we, all you just see, you see red hat and you just like, ah, oh, fuck it. I'm not going to yeah, talk to bro, him. That goes back to my point. It's like, yeah, he doesn't care about the backlash because like I said, it's one side. I mean, the backlash is, is less for him. Like, he's still president. Exactly. Yeah, I, know, I, know, I know what you're saying. But it's, at the same time, it's like, and it kind of sucks because it's always it's always funny. It's like it's always like the oppressed people trying to put their put themselves in the shoes of the oppressor and try to gauge how they feel about things, so that they can talk. Because like, and it's sad, but you have to do that as the oppressed uh, species. You kind of have to put yourself in the mind of the oppressor because. And that way, you can you at least, so you can kind of like hit them with some shit because you, all right, I kind of figure out which how y'all feel about this shit. So let me hit you with some real facts about it. But that doesn't happen enough. That's what I, that's what I feel like. Basically, it just don't happen enough, and it's just like it's unfortunate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I still feel like on this podcast, we don't have to talk about this shit because these are the type of, you know, the podcast is like we just bring up topics. It's no answers. Yeah. It's just topics that. Listeners need to just think about and just figure it out on their own and just like bring that energy out there Just like I'm pushing this type of thought right now. I want to see how people feel about this shit You know what I'm saying? So that's kind of the point of like this episode Like I don't know the answers. I really don't know why most people rock with Trump. I'm just guessing. I don't know I don't talk to I don't know no Trump supporters for real Oh, well, I don't know any that Have told me they're Trump supporters. I I I might know a couple. I just don't know. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, that shit crazy. But um, it is. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But it's actually it's like it's very to, to be had. Yeah. Cause it's just easy to say. Man, I, I don't fuck with them. I don't fuck with them. Whatever they stand for, I don't really know exactly what they stand for. But I know that nigga racist. I don't fuck with them. Mm-hmm. And it's that's too that's too dismissive. And it's too easy to just say that. And out and feel like you did something, but you're not really doing nothing. You're not contributing to the solution. You just contributed exactly. to the problem. You contributed to the big chasm or the big gap between opposing sides. And you gotta realize, like, we all in this country together, bro. Like, mm-hmm. where are you going? I'm staying here. I ain't. I don't got nowhere else to go. <laughs> <laughs> so my whole thing is, I'm trying to make this this place the best it could be. We about to hit thirty in two years. 
or like a year and some change, to be honest. We about to hit 30, and it's just like, well, for me, in two years. But like, we about to hit 30, and it's just like, the world is really going to be changing. And we have to be the ones to change it. We the, we're the generation now, basically. 30-year-olds, mid-20s to 30s to like 40s, we really we run the country if you think about it. Because y'all the niggas really in the prime of y'all lives doing the yeah. shit that affects how the, the world works. Everything. So it's just like, these are just conversations that I like to have with my friends and shit. And it's just like, we need to just have this shit on bigger platforms. Have people not being afraid to like, ruffle some feathers. Ruffle some feathers. But it's just like, let's get to a common ground where we can at least understand each other. We shouldn't just be yelling at each other from across two gates and shit like... Like, this is fucking Jim Crow era and shit. You know what I'm saying? The blacks over here, the whites over there. Y'all just yelling at each other. You wrong. No, you wrong. It's like, let's talk. Because at the end of the day, niggas is humans, bro. Like, what are we talking about? Like, And I'm pretty sure we all kind of want the same things. It's like, I want to have a nice life. I make a good amount of money. Be comfortable and be able to do what I want to do. Have the freedom to do what you want to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't, it ain't too overly complicated. Like, I'm not... I'm not trying to say like, oh, fuck all white people. Let them all be in jail or some shit like that. And let them all pay me reparations and shit like that. I ain't thinking that far, but it's just like... And it's like the longer we don't have these conversations, the worse tension keeps growing. Exactly. It's the... bigger and bigger than what it really could be. You know what I'm saying? If you think about this shit, this is, this is the type of tension that caused those niggas with the tiki torches to march and shit. Mm-hmm. Because if you think about it... Like, white oppressors had a rallying cry of, like, yo, the media, the liberal media is trying to force us to, like, be extinct. They're trying to force us to not think or speak our minds. If we speak our minds, we could lose our jobs. We could lose our, like, livelihoods and shit. So they all rally around there, like, yeah, nigga, fuck that. But it's just, like, that shouldn't be the rallying point. The point should be, like, yo... How can we coexist exactly. peacefully? Like, just because I do good or do better than what I'm doing now doesn't mean it should make you do worse. Like, it's enough for everybody to do all right. You know what I'm saying? You feel me? Like, that money shit, like, it's enough for everybody, bro. Trust me. See, I'm down to business. I don't care if you doing the same business, bro. You know, 10 people, I don't know. I know tend to be on the exactly. both selling the same thing. You're right. For ten different people. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So what are we talking about? Is it just like anything else, bro? Like you know how we you know how me and you rock. We don't care. We're not fighting over no girls over no money. Like all that shit is just like enough. I'm not more greedy. Than, more than more than, than enough. <laughs> for real. More than enough. It's more than enough money for me that I haven't touched. It's, that we haven't touched yet. It's more than enough for both of us to touch that shit and just be good. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I actually like when Rock on the video over the last couple of years because like he been trying to shed a light on that, bro. Like he be like, bro, me and Jay, we came up in the same business. I got Ciroc, he got Duce. Like, bro, it's a million liquor companies Flex. out here, bro. <coughs> and, and a million niggas point, making money off that shit. Thank you. You don't got give nobody light for you to shine. <clears throat> That's a perfect, like, that's a perfect, like, um, phrase or philosophy when it comes to, like, society, societal issues, too. Like, just because I'm saying I feel like it's fucked up that cops are killing unarmed black people doesn't mean that I'm saying all cops should die. You know what I'm saying? Or I'm saying, like, all cops are evil. I'm just saying, like, yo, niggas ain't trained well because they too gun happy. Don't they got tasers and pepper spray too? Why are they all reaching for their gun and shit? That's what I don't understand too. You know what I'm saying? Bro, I had a dream. This is wild. I had a dream like two weeks ago. That shit scared me, bro. I had a dream. I forgot where I was out with my man. Shout out French. That's like my best friend from like since middle school and shit. Some some happened. I don't remember the details of it, but I just remember like... We're like getting pulled over by cops. He arguing with the cops. Cops ain't rocking. He's pull out a gun and just boom, boom. I just woke up like the sweat. Like, what the fuck? Like, oh God. Like, and I just woke up like that shit felt so real to me. Like being in a situation where a cop just kills my friend right in front of me. 
And then, like, they're pointing a gun at me, like, what you about to do, nigga, type shit. And it was just like, what the fuck? Like, what is he dying over? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, with that whole cop situation, isn't that, like, people saying every fan is a bad person? Most fans are bad, like, it's like that. It's so many of these situations happening where it's so hard to differentiate who's good and who's bad. So just like, bruh, all y'all bad. Facts. You know I get it. It's that that's the cop out. That's the easy uh, cop out, no pun intended. But that's a cop out to just say like they all bad because it's like it's just easier to say that because it's so hard to like pick and choose. But I remember I had a I had a great conversation. He was supposed to be he was supposed to be my first guest bruh, on this. Let me ask you a question. Go ahead. But I had a great conversation with a cop though, a black cop. We're talking about these shits, this these issues. And like he was really like being honest about the situation, how it's like, yeah, it's a lot of racist niggas who just join the force who just like they want to have that power to be able to kill somebody and get away with that shit. And it's just like, but because how society is set up, they just like they kind of let loose onto us society. Ask me the question you're trying to ask me. All, I mean, let me say something first. All fans aren't bad. But it's like even the good feds, because of everything that's happening, they they start they get to lumped brainwash, up. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Starting to act like the rest of their clan. And they also starting to act like, yo, <laughs> it's us against them. Yeah. And that's the same shit with the MAGA shit. It's us against them. And it's just like, it shouldn't be that though. Bro, okay, let, let me ask you a question, right? If you meet if you meet six people, right? Mm-hmm. Not black or white, just, just six people. people yeah. You know, they're friends. Mm-hmm. And you heard five of them robbed your neighbor. How you gonna feel about the six one? I feel like you're complicit, like you with the shits, cause you know what's going on. Yeah. Exactly. Same thing that's, with cops. Yeah. I know. It. That's just all it is, bro. Like, I don't think every cop is a bad cop, but would I trust a cop? Hell no. I think I'm scared of cops. <laughs> I get uncomfortable around cops. Like I shit can go left, bro. Like, Bruh. <laughs> and it's like they so trigger happy. It's just like, bro. Every time I get pulled over, it's just like, bro. You been on the, last time I got pulled. You, I was in the car when the last time I got pulled over. You yeah, see how yeah. I talk? I'm like, oh, so, uh. like, you see, you see videos. You like, oh, he's a good cop. Oh, okay, officer. My ID's in the glove compartment. I'm about to reach for it and get it. It was a video of a dude in a car with this girl. Oh. He reaches for it and cause just shoots him right there. Cause he told him he had a gun in his car. Not to say that that's right, but I think that was Philando Castile. Bruh. Yeah, I know, me too. But I think that was Philando Castile. That was like in Minneapolis or some shit like that. He was just like, yeah, he said like, yo, I have a gun in my car, but like, he's like, okay. And the guy was just like, what's your like, ID? I'm, I'm, I'm reaching for it. Oh, what are you reaching for? Boom, boom, boom. What? Girl, passenger seat, little daughter in the back seat. Just killed a nigga in the, in the front seat. Like, bruh, what are you doing? What are you doing? You think he's gonna come pull out a gun and shoot you? But then again, I feel that's how cops are. Tra- I feel that's how they train. I feel like they train like everybody's a fucking criminal until proven innocent. But you're proven guilty, even though it says you're innocent until proven guilty. It's really the reverse. You're guilty until proven innocent, and that's fucked up. And nobody really be talking about that shit. Like, yeah, but bro, if we call a spade a spade, bro, the black man is the target for feds, bro. Oh, the black man has been a target of this country from the jump. You know what I'm saying? From the jump. It's, it's white, it's white young guys who have shot up churches, who have shot up schools, mm-hmm. and they take them alive. Easy. A black kid is running away from a cop and they kill him because they're scared. That's yeah, what y'all scared. Cops are trained not to shoot people in the back. Are they? They say they are, but are they? That's what I'm saying. So it's like, what, like what's really going on? You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know what I'm saying? And then they're never going to just admit. That's the thing. They're not going to admit it. So my whole thing is just like. Bro, you seen the drone 50 Cent and, and, um, and the, the sheriff or whatever, the lieutenant? The guy who said, when you see him just shoot him on sight? Yeah, it's like, what like what cause are y'all really getting before y'all hit the streets? What are they really telling y'all? You yeah, know what I'm saying? I know, I know. <laughs> But my whole thing is just like, shit is fucked up, but I feel like I get, I'm optimistic. I always feel like things can get better, but we just need to... I am too, bro, bro. It's certain situations where you got to stay out of the way, son. Nigga, I'm out the way, 100%. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just... Puma, yes, master. What's up? My pride is 
out the window as soon as I see the lights on me. I don't care about nothing. Cause what am I gonna die for? For my ego? Then I'm dead and my mom and my sister crying about me and shit like and I can't provide for them no more. What the fuck what did I gain from I ain't letting niggas bitch me. I ain't no slave. Alright. You dead now. You're not even a human no more. So what are we talking about? You know what I'm saying? Like shit is real, bro. Shit is real. Even if you're in the right, it's just easier to just be like, nah. But again, and again, at the end of the day, I don't know the answers to shit, bro. Yeah. I just feel like shit's fucked up, and it's not. It's just you gotta save, and also it's gotta be a, a better way to approach things. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, because it's just like, so as much as we want to be optimistic, bro, it's it's hard, bro. Like. We always talk about the same instances of black kid and a white kid, no yeah. priors, yeah. do a house robbery, white boy gets six months um, house arrest, whatever, years probation, mm-hmm. black kid, first attempt, boom, mm-hmm. 18 years, mm-hmm. lock his ass up, no parole. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? But you know why though, right? Because like, let's think about this shit, like, Society's been brainwashed to just see black people as, or black, specifically black men, they just fit the description. The media has portrayed criminals to you daily, on a daily basis. In your head, you know what a criminal looks like. You know what I'm saying? Like, like remember when we were talking with Pat, so your neighbor, that night you were, um, they was out, the, out, of, out of town or whatever, and they had a little old lady dog sitter. And you knocked on the door because you thought he was in the crib and you was trying to like come in. You were locked out that night. In her head, she's like, this is a black animal who's trying to kill me. Straight <laughs> up. Shit. That's why he started dying. He's like, no, she was scared. He was just dying about that shit. But it's just like, it's deeper than just jokes. Because like, shit could have yeah. went way left. Bro, when I was in college, when it would be a robbery, so we always get alerts. Yeah. You know what the alert would be? Oh, it's been a robbery in Seton Hall. Right. Description between five five six two black guy. I know. God yeah. damn it, nigga. That's every you nigga. You lined up sixty of us. We don't fit that shit. Exactly. That's you a know fact. what I'm saying? That's a fact. That's a fact. Between one forty and two fifteen. What type of description is that? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But then you never see the descriptions for like. A white serial killer who's Hell coming nah. out here. And let's be real. He's who, psychotic. He needs some help. He needs some help. He's he had trauma. He was bullied. And then like if you think about it, who's been the biggest terrorist in American history has been the white man. They've killed the most people. Everybody just forgot about Vegas. Homeboy was just out there with that with that gun. I said that gun. I think I had like fifty guns in his hotel room. Arsenal. He had an arsenal. Murder? How many people he killed? A lot. He injured like over a hundred people, over a yeah. hundred people, from a window. And then it's a black nigga walking down the street, and niggas talk about he a criminal. He ain't even doing shit. You know what I'm saying? So like, I just feel like it's got to be a way to like, it's got to be a way to get past this shit for the next generation. We have to be the, we have to be the, the. the the bearers of the, the, the new torch of just like living a different way and approaching shit differently. Like we gotta, you gotta be cognizant of how you think about shit, bro. Cause like shit is. How do, you, how, do you, how do you get past something like that? Bro? How do you get past what? You said we gotta pass the torch, right? Yeah, yeah. How do you get past this, right? Yeah. I feel like one of the ways to get past current society, right, is by not reacting. The way current society ex- expects you to react to situations. When you get pulled over by a cop or some magnate is disrespectful to you, I'm not saying turn the other cheek because I'm not no, I ain't no good Samaritan like that. But it's got to be a way you talk to somebody, put them in a place. Like, bro, you gonna, I, you got to get your point across to them without automatically jumping to. Violence because that's what they assume you're gonna do anyways. Bro, even when you don't act aggressive, they still assume you're aggressive. Bro, you still catch your L for that. It's like at this point, what else should I do? You know what I'm saying? I know, but at the same time, it's just like what can (laughs) 
You're stuck in between a rock and a hard place, bro. Because it's like, what can you really do? You just say, all right, y'all want me to do this? Then I'm going to do this to y'all. You do that to them, you're dead. You're dead. If not that night, within a couple weeks, you're dead. You're a target. You go to jail. You, you go to jail. Or you die. So what what do you gain from that? Right? But then also it's like, all right, well, if I want to go to jail and die, then I got to just be a bitch and just eat that shit. It's like, is that just be ways to like, I don't know. Because to be honest, I've never been in no situation where it's just like I've been confronted with some shit like that personally. So I could be like, I can speak from experience. I've never dealt with no wild shit like that. Because like, I'm not rocking. I, I, I'm not rocking. But it's just like, I'm getting my point across. Like, nigga, this is how I feel about you. You a bitch for doing this. If you cross the line, I'll put you down. I mean, but it's like, I've never been in a situation where, like, somebody's tried me in a way where I'm like, yo. I see this, like, bro, like, you don't have to be put in that situation, you know what I'm saying? Like, you were blessed to grow differently. Facts. It's just like, son, every black man out there, we represent each other. Facts. If it could happen to A. It could happen to Z. Z. Yeah. You yeah, know what I'm right, saying? You're right. You're right. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna talk about it on the podcast. That's what I'm gonna do. Cause that's, <laughs> that's basically my outlet to get this my thoughts across without you know what I mean? Experiencing yeah, yeah, that yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Cause when you experience shit firsthand, it's different, bro. You're a human yeah, being. Yeah. You're a human being. Like you just going off you reacting now to just like the outside forces that are affecting your life and shit. And that shit crazy, but like I don't know, man. This shit's fucked up. But we gotta just Train kids to know shit and like just try to get involved in these positions of power and get to these positions. I feel like that's what we need to do for real, for real. Yeah. We need to get into the positions of power and be an authori- authoritative like voice in this shit. Right, right. So that's really what I'm trying to focus on. I'm trying to focus on becoming a, a powerful nigga. And money is part of it. That's why I'm focusing on getting my money up right now because it's like... Once you get your money up, you can start talking a little different, especially if you're a self-made person where it's like you're not just having your hand out looking for a check from somebody. You know what I'm saying? Being an own boss, owning a company, and being established and, like, successful. Like, for example, the whole Jay-Z and Meek movement now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but that's the thing, though. I, I get it. But I also don't like that. All our examples are musicians. I don't like that either because it's like Bruh, well, it is what it, it is. Sucks, but right now, those are like the most powerful voices we have. I know, you but know I, I, I don't like it though. But I know, I know. It's a start. It's a start. That's a fact. It's a you fact. Know what I'm saying? I just remember. When I just remember it was, a, it was a time when the most powerful voices were like political speakers speaking on like social justice and shit like that. Now you have. Rappers and shit doing that shit, but at the same time, it's like, I mean, then again, it's it's cool because it's like you know nobody's perfect, so you don't want to you don't want to have a holier than thou person being your leader because as soon as they find something that's quote unquote shady about him, then it's just like oh, whatever he said don't count because he he portrayed himself as a holier than thou person. So it is true that you want to just have powerful figures who are human beings and can make yeah. mistakes made mistakes can make mistakes and like still be like coherent and like still be the person that you can still listen to because like ML, I mean like MLK the thing I was trying to say oh he cheated on his wife he was fucking hella hoes trying to like kick him off his pedestal that he was on and shit you know what I'm saying uh-huh. that's why I fuck with Malcolm X a little bit more because he was just like yeah I was a street nigga before but I'm reformed now and I'm trying to think differently end of the day either <laughs> the scary part is either or a quote unquote holier than thou guy Murder. in the street. MLK holier than thou guy. Smoke. <laughs> MLK, I'm a street nigga, but I'm a foreigner. And I really don't give no fucks about shit. It, nigga, you really gonna get smoked. And they got it. <laughs> they got his ass. Bro, that shit's so wild. It's like, that's what I'm saying. It's like, bro, you do right or you, you do wrong. Bro, rocking a hard place is like the, the best way to describe this shit. We really, niggas are really in the rocking a hard place, but it's still like, we got no choice but to survive, right? Yeah. And to do better. So, like, acknowledge where you at, but still, fi- we still got to figure out ways to get better and get past where we at. But we, you got to acknowledge where you at. Don't be blind to this shit. That's kind of what I'm saying. Don't be blind. That's why, like, 
a lot of these type of people who speak the type of shit we speaking on, they be on some like hotep shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and <laughs> shout out my hotep next. <laughs> It's a lot of slant on the podcast about y'all, but I mean, I'm close to y'all. You know what I'm saying? I feel what y'all be saying like, to an extent. To an extent. To an extent. Like, my thing, bro, honestly, like, for right now, I don't mind the Jay-Z's and the Diddy's doing something because they're in their own lane where they, they can actually endorse their opinion. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You know what I'm saying? You get a person in power right now, you are a yes man. Good fact. Yeah, you black, but you a yes man in the yeah. day, bro. Yeah, you a yes man to the people who got you in power. You know? You go out of pocket, oh, fire. Yeah, it's true. Who gonna fire Jay-Z? Yeah, exactly. Who can? Who gonna fire Diddy? You know what right, I'm saying? Right, 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 right. You don't answer nobody. Self-made. But my whole thing is just like, look at that energy that they on. Respect it and try to uh, like try to like duplicate that at the same energy, but it's just like that don't mean you gotta be a rapper though to do that. You, oh, nah. you know what I'm saying? It's just the whole mentality of being a boss and like being able to speak your mind exactly. and not being afraid of what comes with it because you're a boss. You're the one yeah. in control of shit. You know what I mean? So I'm encouraging everybody to just become a business owner. I feel like this, this is gonna be the next wave of like. And I feel like our generation, we're geared towards death. That's what we, that's what we, that's, that's what I feel like the next wave that's will be like. like just powerful, yeah. powerful business owners who speak in their minds and shit. Okay. Got girls selling lashes, weed, anything. Barbers, hookers, mm-hmm. clubs, like, mm-hmm. bro, whatever you can do, you know what I'm saying? Like, whatever you can do, make, generate your income, have a good life. Own your shit. Own it, though. Don't be, don't be waiting up for no check. Go exactly. get the, go get the money. Don't be, don't do a job and then like, have to follow the guidelines of the company. Nigga, be the company. Exactly. Be the company. So that's really where we're coming from. Like, you got to be the company. You got to be the the authority of your company. And I feel like that's where it comes it comes back to. So, like, you're right. So that's what it is. So like, I'm taking the Jay-Z and the Diddy mentality. And it's like, I'm going to be my own boss. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, we're going to just do that shit our way. Yeah. And show the new youth, like, you are, you can do this, too. Figure out a business. Figure out a hustle that people ain't doing yet like that. In wherever right. city you at. Yeah. And just go for Run it, it up. You know what I'm saying? Run it up and then become the person you're supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? Straight up. Alright. Change the topics though. We've been talking about cops, businesses, Jay-Z, Diddy. Fuck 12. Real talk though. Fuck 12. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> it's, y'all should see this nigga form right now. He too amped right now. <laughs> But now I wanted to talk about another thing because, like, um, going back to those, um, those, like, uh, like the little barbecue patty or the whatever, all them little, all them little white people and their nicknames that they got for the people who call cops unnecessarily. Like the little white lady who called the cops and the little black girl for selling water. Mm-hmm. The white lady who called cops for the people who were barbecuing, I guess, in the wrong area or whatever, yeah. in the park. And then recently it was a video yeah, I sent the you. Dog, the dog. <laughs> the white lady called the, um, the cops yeah. on a... <laughs> she called the cops on a dude who was in a dog park with her. And his dog was humping her dog. And she felt like it was too aggressive. And I guess he wasn't being proactive enough to like get the dog to stop humping him. So they got into a little argument. She was like, oh, I'm not dealing with you. I'm calling the cops. And I have a theory about all those white people who be calling cops on black people unnecessarily. Like, they're not committing crimes. Like, they're not doing nothing crazy. They're not a, trying to kill you or trying to rob you. Like, they just living life and it's just, you don't like it. But you're not trying to, instead of having a conversation with them, you calling the cops on them. And to be honest, I feel like all the people who do that shit, bro, they be calling the cops and secretly in the back of their mind, they hoping the cops are going to smoke these people and just yep. take care of their problem for them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that shit's fucked up to me. Cause you know my dog, I'm about to get my shout out my boy Blue. I'm getting my dog next week. You seen the video I sent you when he went, met my, my other dog, uh, Oliver and shit. Humping the shit out of him. That's what he's doing right now. You imagine me. I was like, that's why that video hit me. I was like, my little nigga gonna be humping dogs, man. <laughs> Even though you're a little nigga, but he's still gonna be humping because he ain't getting neutered yet. But you know, we're gonna take care of that. But yeah, I, feel, I really feel... I just wanted to make a point of that because I, I wrote that shit down for the notes I wanted to talk about. Like, I really do feel... The people who be calling cops unnecessarily, bro, they really be feeling like... 
I'm gonna get the cops over here and they're gonna get rid of this problem for me. Either they kill the person or just scare them away from me. Yeah. And that's just some bullshit too. So like, that shit is wild, man. Like, these type of topics that we talk about tonight, man. It's a little bit serious, a little bit of less jokes. But now, I'm gonna switch the gears a little bit. I just wanted to get that out of the way. That's all. That's all. I was really trying to say with the whole people who call cops unnecessarily. They just be really low key want to get cops to kill the people. Their problem. And like, bitch, don't get it. Cause if I pay taxes too, I pay too much taxes, nigga. Let me tell you. It goes all, t- it goes t- all today paychecks right now. You know what I'm saying? So like, let's switch topics. Let's get on some little funny shit real quick. So last week too was a lot of um, things going on. The Cohen, the Cohen um, uh, testimony on Capitol Hill happened. You know who Cohen is? Yeah, I heard. So Cohen, he described himself. He was. He described himself as Trump's fixer. And I think he was like the lawyer for Trump's uh, campaign or his the foundation. And he basically, he got indicted, right? Because the whole Russia shit. Yeah. You know, he was copping major pleas. Yeah. And he was just saying, like, oh, you racist, man. Trump is racist. <laughs> I really, I, I was just, I was just following my, he was my boss and getting my check from him. But yes, he's racist, blah 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 blah. Like he's not a good person. He's a fraud. He be lying to people and blah blah. And he was the guy who said like, yo, Trump really ran for president just to boost his, um, his image, to get ratings for his show, renew contract for a new season, and then he ended up really turning America into the Apprentice for real. And that's what, that's kind of what happened, and that's wild. Cause like that's our president, and he changed the tax code. You know he he implemented that shit, and a lot of people have been complaining like they're not getting a lot of their money back because a lot of the a lot of the deductions you could have done in the past aren't aren't valid anymore. So like, I'm a little nervous about my taxes too, man. I ain't gonna lie to y'all niggas because I was not paying them <laughs> this year. I moved across the country, man. Had a lot of bills to take care of. I was like, you know what, man? Federal government, hold on on that for a second. Let me go ahead and take care of myself. And that reality is sitting there like, yo, I look at both my W2s from both my jobs. I'm like, bro, I think I paid like $2,000. $2,000 in total. And I made like $105,000 last year, bro. I'm a little scared. I'm gonna need my niggas do they magic because I ain't trying to owe. I'm not even, I don't even want to return. I just don't want to owe. Shit, you know what I'm saying? Shit getting really and really. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but yeah, so I wanted to talk about that whole snitching shit because you know you're a street nigga, so I want to get your opinion on this. <laughs> I wanted to get your opinion on this shit. Now, hold on. Let me give you the question because I know I want to get your opinion, street nigga. Street nigga four. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, he liked to deny that shit, but we all know, man. All his example, you know, just let's just say a little young boy, no priors, kicks in the door. A little white boy kicks in. Street nigga shit. That's how they think. <laughs> but I want to get your opinion on the Takashi shit because he was snitching. Cohen is snitching. And then the Mueller report is coming out, like, I guess sometime in the next couple of weeks. Nah, bro, I don't. That's Takashi yep. shit. All right, let's talk about Takashi first. That shit ain't cool, man. That shit ain't cool. All right, bro, on whose part? Only his part or all around? Bro, like, apparently I heard they whole gang was just running out on each other, like. Oh, more niggas snitched just outside of Takashi? Yeah, I heard they started snitching on him. And he ratted his best friend out. So we're just like, well, all you guys just trolling, like, yep. With these hood, New Jersey, whatever. New York, right? When they New York niggas? Them niggas used to roll with? Trayway shit? You know, like, they need Jersey, New York, whatever. Yeah, DMV vibes. Tri-state area vibes. And bro, also real shit, like, I'm not even shocked that he snitched. Oh, yeah. I, I, I didn't know he was trolling. I mean, he not a street nigga. You know what I'm saying? But it's just... Bro, I don't know, bro. But I'm saying, though, like, if you put yourself in the shoes of the the, the, the gang niggas he was hanging out with, they looked at him like, all right, he, he gonna be a, our come up. He making hits. 
And we gave him the credibility to sell that gang shit and that tough shit. But he's not in the streets. He was not in the streets. Yeah, but them niggas in the streets. But they knew he wasn't in the streets though. Yeah, because he was a rapper. Paying niggas to do shit. He was the money. He was the money. Yeah, bro. It's been niggas who the money he took. His ain't snitch. Lucy. King snitch. Meek in the jail. Niggas ain't right now. Like, bro, if you and they. Did Boosie Boosie get charged for no. He ain't get charged for no racketeering. He got charged for some shit he really did, though, right? Yeah, but. Or was he just There's always. Somebody you could ride on to get less time, nigga. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it man, you know what I'm saying? It's like, bro, if you put yourself in that life, it's like, all right, you not no nine to five, nigga. Nine to five, nigga, go to court, he snitch. Yeah, all right, cool. I'm trying to go home. I'm not with this shit. I got a job, sir. Yeah, like yeah. if you a street nigga, bro, you living that lifestyle, bro. That's rule number one. Bro. All right, but if if you can't rat niggas, okay, out. okay, okay, okay. But if rule number one is we don't rat niggas out, you live that life. But then again, y'all see like. This little nine to five nigga, suburb, suburban nigga, who can make money if he associates, who can make me some money if he associates himself with us. Do you know in the back of your head like, all right, this nigga could snitch. If shit gets real, he gonna snitch because we know he not really built for this shit. That's what I'm saying. Like I'm not trying to justify what he doing, but I am because I'm just like that nigga ain't built for that. He ain't. Nah, bro. When you hop in the field, you already know what it is, bro. If you have the, out there in the field, it's just not like, these young niggas. Shit, nigga. Who aren't Bobby? Bobby smirking them. But, sitting. But Bobby was really doing shit before rap. Takashi never did shit before rap. All this shit came after rap. But bro, you trolling out here, bro? You put money on Chief Keith head, like nigga got busted, like bro. You in the game now, bro? Even if you goofy or not, you in the game. So it's like, all right, you gotta buy to some shit. You not. The little street, I mean, schoolboy no more. I mean, he's he a trailer. Trail so you think if the ops pulled up and they seen Takashi, just because he the schoolboy who got the money for the other gang, they was going to shoot at him? Not, I mean, I know that part, but I'm just saying, though, like... As far as him snitching? I just feel like them niggas should have known. This I mean, was, yeah, it was they, inevitable. Bro, they probably knew, but they didn't think it was going to crash this fast. It was fast. Do y'all don't play with these niggas. Bro, they don't. <laughs> At all. Out there, they don't and play that with nigga was trolling, bro. He was annoying as fuck. Golly. In your face 24, day, 24 hours a day, nigga. And then, bro, like, you snitching your best friend, bro. You, you got a whole mixed thing after this. Who, Kuda, right? Yeah, like, damn, bro. That really his best friend though, or just like the closest nigga he go to in the in the game. I mean, bro, shit. I ain't justifying what he did. See, I, I, it's just. But you a street nigga, so I'm trying to get your opinion on this. <laughs> shit. This shit don't apply to me at all. I'm like, bro, jail, bro, cops, also, what? Oh, some real shit like <laughs> real street niggas. They don't need no rap niggas to motherfucking boost boost their game. But let's be real though. It's levels to street niggas. That's not, what I'm saying. Not all street niggas is bosses. This could be the biggest link they could they could hit. Bruh, personally to me, you can't call yourself a street nigga and you broke. Nigga, go get your nine to five, nigga. <laughs> I tell everybody, I'm like, bro, you want if you wanna be in the streets, nigga, and a nine to five will make more money than you, bruh, go ask a nigga where the fuck you work and get a job and stuck doing the shit he did, nigga. You in the streets, you risking all this shit, bro. Yeah. You supposed to be making shit worth it. Have lawyer money, have this money. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? You risking your life every day you step out. Man, niggas was not doing that shit. They just want to say they gang gang because it's cool. It's very cool. It's very cool now. Dumb. Super dumb. And I'm just like, <clears throat> who is talking to these little kids? Because these little kids, this, this shit look cool to them. Till you face them 40. Yeah. And then them froze your bank account, so all that bread you made, they froze your mama bank account, so it was yeah, like... Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. He probably said that joint like, damn, big ass 6 9 tattle my faith is worth it, like, shit, shit hit the fan quick, bro. You think he gonna come out and still be a successful rapper? I think he's facing 40, when he coming out? I think he coming out like this year or next year. Who? 6 9 I thought they said he was facing 40. He snitched. 
Oh, shit. I think he's sick enough to get out. <laughs> he goes like, uh, give me a cigarette. <laughs> Let me get a cigarette. Let me get two cigarettes. I'm going to tell you everything. Nigga. What you want to know? You see that, that clip? He said, my mom went and first said, damn, you gonna snitch on your mom? Oh, yeah, the uh, first 48 nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh, why do cops be doing that shit, too? Because like, I remember that one time. The closest, no, the closest time I got to jail, right? Mm-hmm. I was with my boy Mike and my and our, and our homegirl. It was really his homegirl, but I met, her, I met her through him. We had just read up. Well, a nigga just... Cop some tree. Well, she cops some tree. Um, she was like, "Oh yeah, hey, come pull up." <laughs> I told you this shit. She's like, "Hey, come, she's like, hey, come pull up. I just got some tree. Let's go smoke real quick." So we scooped her. We in Mike's car. We scooped her. It's in Largo and shit. We scooped her, right? Yeah. Then we driving. We we just went, we went to the Seven Eleven, got some Rellos, and the cops was just cooling in the Seven Eleven parking lot. Oh, shit. They see. I guess they knew his car. He had like a he had a hot boy car. Uh, I remember. I remember one time, nigga was in my crib one time in B-more, and then I had to go make. A, I had to go run to meet up with my drug dealer. I mean to re up so we could smoke real quick. And I pulled up with my with my dealer and shit. He was like, "Boy, that car is too hot, boy. <laughs> we can see from a mile away, man. Do not be riding around that shit when you're doing what you're doing right now." I'm like, "I ain't no street nigga. I smoke weed." You know what I'm saying? But anyways, he, I remember he told me that shit too. So like, we in the car, we left, we leaving Seven Eleven, about to pull up to like her crib. <laughs> it's so this is this is some movie shit too, cause like we're bumping. I feel it was like some Kid Cudi song. This is a couple years ago. It was like a Kid Cudi song we're playing, and it was like a line where he says, "And fuck the police." Da 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 da. Remember Michael's was driving, he's like. Park comes in like, and fuck the police. Da, da, da. Woo, woo, woo. I was like, Phew. I was still trying to be a college boy back then. I was like, whoa. She just got real and real. She probably had like a dub. It was like a dub. Nothing major, right? Cops pull us over. They're, oh, yeah, you know. Yeah. Looking at Mike, like, yeah, we, we, we know about you. Yeah. I'm like, Mike, what is this going on? <laughs> I'm like, I am not from here. I am from Baltimore. County, not the city. You know what I'm saying? I don't even live in the truck. I live in the county. I live in the suburbs. So in my head, I'm just like, the fuck going on? So it was just like, <laughs> they're like, yeah, nigga, we know about you. We know about your brother. Da 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 da. We know who you are. I see the car. We pull you over because you have a sticker in your back window. But let's, let's search your car real quick. <sighs> she tried. She tried to hide the weed <laughs> in the car. They, then we sit on the curb. They searching the car. They're like, oh, 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 what we got over here? <laughs> My heart is like, drop. I'm like, damn, I'm about to go to jail. Who's this? Like, all right, so, like, all right, guys. Who's is this? Who's is this? I'm like, that ain't mine. I ain't buy it. Straight up, I ain't buy it. Mike like, said, I ain't buy this shit either. It ain't mine. It was shorties. Shorty was like, oh, yeah. She's like, I, I mean, they were like, okay, all right. Then it goes back to the cop car. This is a, this is a cold. Four, three more cop cars. They're like four cop cars. Three more cop cars pull up. It's over. They're like, right. they come back like, all right, somebody going to jail for this. Who's is this? They looked at me. I was like, that ain't mine, nigga. Straight up. I was like, that ain't mine. We go through that no citrus shit, right? Uh, this ain't mine. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. It's not my car. It ain't my weed. You know what I mean? Michael like, nigga, it ain't mine. It's my car, but it ain't it ain't my weed. Then the girl just like looking around. She start crying and shit. The officer's like, what kind of? <laughs> you know, it's, it's why I don't understand cops. Cause cops are stupid to me. Cause like, I'm like, nigga, no, nigga, I don't got no ego. They're like, hold on, hold on. What kind of men are y'all? Y'all gonna let this girl take the charge of y'all? In my head, I'm like, I ain't fucking shorty. I don't know nothing about what's going on right now. I'm a, I gotta go to classes next. It was like a Saturday. I gotta go to classes on Monday. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I don't know what's going on. What kind of men are y'all? And then it was just like, once they peeped that, <laughs> but once they peeped that me and Mike wasn't gonna take the charge for it. Nah, they were trying to. 
they were like, they were like, all right, guys, since you're going to try to let her take the charge, she's over here crying and shit. They're like, honestly, we're going to have to just drop this because, you know, we just, we're going to confiscate the weed, let it go. But you see, the nigga got too geeked up. He already called in the whole squad. Their sergeant pulled up. So they go talk to the sergeant. He's just like, what? He was like, exactly, bro. Like, nigga, like, we moving like a pounds and shit. We about to smoke this shit in two blunts and be gone. Like, the sergeant was like, nah, it's too big for us to let go type shit. He was like, it's too big. Somebody gonna go to jail for this shit. And the girl just crying, crying. So they're like, he came back. He was like, honestly, I try to, like, let this shit go away since y'all go... Since y'all some bitch niggas and trying to let her take the charge, we're trying to let it, let this shit slide. But our sergeant's not rocking, so we have to take her to jail. She's like, what? <laughs> 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 they locking her up and shit. I'm like, I barely I know you. you <laughs> like damn, I had to act like you, <laughs> but but she wasn't with me shooting in the jail, so. I ain't taking no charges, bitch, for real. I got a future. <laughs> I got a future. <laughs> I was. But I mean, I give you 10, you know what I'm saying? But nah, I ain't, ain't going to jail for this shit. Like, we, nigga, what the fuck is you talking about? Nigga, I got a family to feed. <laughs> but nah, so they was just like, yeah. But they let her out like the same day, the same night. Like, we just had to. It was probably like, this was probably like a. 9.30 at night and she yeah, called at like 3 a.m. and was just like yo come funny, y'all, y'all facts but it was just like they called her they called her like she called her like <laughs> 3 in the morning and was just like yo can y'all come scoop me they released me already so it was like 25 minutes away from the jail so we went to we scooped her up and shit she just like yeah I'm fine da, 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 da. but it's just so weird the cops was like what kind of man are you gonna let a girl take a charge I'm like nigga I'm a bitch I'm a bitch <laughs> Whatever you want to call me, I'm not going to jail, nigga. What, what ego do I, what points do I get for that? She was left that called that nigga to spark around. He did, like, you feel me? Exactly. Like, yeah, they took our weed, but, you know, uh, they took my man's, my man's homeboy. I'm just like, nigga, you're not going to peer pressure me to take no charge. Like, I got the game way fucked up. Y'all must assume I'm somebody else and I'm not. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, weed is not a real crime. I'm not doing no wild drugs out here. It's weed, nigga. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, that shit happened. It was just funny. But yeah, it goes back to the whole uh, 6 9 shit. Like, my whole thing is just like, them niggas should have known that he was going to do that if the shit came to, came to a fan, came to a head. And they probably just didn't expect it to come to a fan or come to a head so quickly. Because New York don't play, though. They don't fuck around with yeah, that shit. They don't want to see no they niggas. Probably, they probably... Nobody knows their motive. They probably had him around for a while. We could do our thing. He Yeah, shit was wild. Shit was wild. That's funny as shit, sir. He said, yeah, I'm a bitch. I'm a bitch, nigga. Whatever. I ain't going to jail to prove I'm a, I'm a, I'm a gun. I ain't never been to jail. Knock on wood. I ain't never going to go to jail. I'm just trying to make more money, more money, more money, more money. Get this power and change society for what it is right now. You know what I'm saying? That's all. That's what I'm thinking about right now. Straight up. Trying to change society. Just make this shit better. Like, so... Look at that episode, man. We, you know what I'm saying? We start off a little serious, you know what I mean? Then we kind of came back with some jokes, some funny stories. Y'all, listeners, y'all know, man, I always try to keep it real. I'm like, let y'all hear some real life facts about us, but at the same time, it's a lot of, it's a lot of big picture topics that I like to talk about. Gotta be a drug. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Can I get some ice, too? Yeah, a lot of big picture topics that I, I like to talk about and shit that's just like, ain't no easy answers for it, but at the same time, it's just like... We got, like you said, you gotta be addressed though. You gotta be addressed. You know what I'm saying? FWP Podcast, man. Once again, my peoples, I love y'all for listening in. You feel me? Shit is not always gonna be smooth, but 
We were going to get better. I was just listening to Travis Scott like days before rodeo on my way to work to this morning. And I was just like, damn, this Travis, you could like, you could hear the, the beginning of them Travis sounds like, well, I mean, Al Farrell had the beginning of the Travis sound, but like, this shit was like the next step up. You know what I'm saying? Before the rodeo um, album and all that. Yeah, keep going, keep going. And it was just like, you could see the growth. Yeah. And I, that's how I look at this podcast. Like, we just gonna keep grinding, keep pushing this shit forward, like just nonstop. This shit gonna get there to the point where it's just like, oh, these things you really using their platform because it's gonna be, it's gonna become a real platform. You know what I'm saying? So I appreciate y'all for sticking with us, man. Listening in. You know what I'm saying? Four street nigga four. What you what you got to say about this shit? Man, this shit going crazy, man. Bust your life up, man. Indeed. <laughs> <sighs> Hey, man, I got a sugar bear coming to cook some food for me to eat. Hold on, hold on. I forgot to tell you, my boy. My boy was out there. Big game. Big game hunting. Big game. Big game hunting. I didn't want to tell y'all about that, but. Big game hunting. We're gonna talk. We're gonna have them stories, man. Don't worry, don't get it confused. We're gonna have them stories. <laughs> he like, I don't know what the fuck he's talking about, but you know what I'm saying. He just trying to make jokes right now. But we sipping a vodka too. Don't get it confused. You know how I do, man. Mm. It's a nice little Tuesday evening. You feel me? My boy's on call too, so he been working. <laughs> he been working. I'm telling. It shit is real out here. Real out here. Y'all appreciate y'all, man. I love y'all for listening in, man. FWP Podcast, episode 40. We out. Yes, sir.